Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Recovery Show, where we discuss practical, actionable steps for anyone who wants to achieve their dream of getting and staying well, happy and free from any form of alcohol dependence. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Alcohol Recovery Show. Today we're going to be talking about making a relapse recovery plan. It might seem rather negative to think about the possibility of a relapse, but look on it like a type of insurance. Most people take out some form of insurance to deal with emergencies and of course it's a legal requirement to have car insurance. We hope we will never need to call the insurance company, but it's good to know we can if we have an accident. In a previous episode, we talked about how to avoid a relapse. We talked about the red flags to look out for and the stages that most people go through in the process of a relapse. Usually, they don't just happen out of the blue. There are signs to be aware of. So listen to that episode if you haven't done so already. Most people would understand a relapse as meaning you lift a drink after a period of sobriety, and that's quite correct. But a relapse means also returning to old behaviour. You might have decided you will have two glasses of wine on a Friday and Saturday night. But you have a weekend in which you get completely trashed. You've relapsed into old behaviour. However, in this case, the fact that you can stick to a plan of controlled drinking might indicate abstinence is an easier route. If you are not sure whether moderation or abstinence is right for you, listen to our podcast episode on that very topic and it might give you some clarity. If you do relapse, you want rapid damage limitation. By that, I mean you want to stop the relapse as soon as possible and you want to minimise the amount that you drink. I once knew someone some years ago who had not drunk for over a year. Due to various personal circumstances, including debt and job problems, which she told no one about, she had a relapse. This relapse involved copious amounts of alcohol, a DUI and a failed suicide attempt which she had no recollection of. She woke up in a police cell. This incident changed the course of her life. There were many lessons to garner from this woman's experience and actions, but at the very least, if she had stopped at one glass, tipped the rest of the booze down the sink and phoned a sober friend, her life today would probably look very different. In recovery, it's helpful to let go of all or nothing thinking. This can apply to many areas in life. Seeing events, people or circumstances as all good or all bad. Allow for grey areas. Allow even for contradiction. Most days are a mixture of positive and negative, so make room for a range of experiences. Letting go of this type of black and white thinking is significant when it comes to a relapse. Don't think, oh, I've had a drink, I might as well have the bottle. If you do lift a drink, get rid of the bottle as soon as you can. 
and look at your relapse recovery plan. So what will your plan contain? Your plan will be brief but specific. If you have relapsed, you won't be in the mood to read a long rambling piece of prose, so keep it short and to the point. The plan will have the following headings. 1. Who will you contact within 12 hours of the relapse? 2. What will you read, listen to, engage with in the first 24 hours after the relapse? 3. What face-to-face contact or connection will you make within 48 hours? 4. What self-care will you do for yourself each day in the first week after the relapse? And 5. What will you change to help avoid another relapse? Having someone to contact within 12 hours is crucial. Phone them or see them as soon as you can. Even if you have temporarily forgotten, they will remind you why you wanted to stop drinking and of all the benefits you've had from not drinking. Sharing your thoughts, feelings, worries or problems that you feel led to the drink can help you get out of your own head. It was your thinking that led to a drink, so you need to tap into someone else's thinking to get straight again. Don't let shame or embarrassment hold you back. That person will be relieved you've phoned promptly. How much better to get a phone call from you just after one drink rather than hearing a long sorry tale at a later point about your drunken accident or fight or worse. It might be helpful to have two or more people on your contact list. This way you have more chance of catching someone. The last thing you want is another excuse to drink more because your person was unavailable. So it's a good idea to have a few names to be sure you will have someone to talk to. Tell the person or people on your list that you would like to contact them in the event of having a relapse. Explain that you are not planning a relapse, but you want to have an insurance plan just in case to minimise the damage a relapse might cause. What will you read or absorb in those first 24 hours? You might have a book or some literature that you find motivating to get you back on track. An app like Sober Grid or online inspiration will help you get back into the sober groove. Some people like Pinterest and they keep a board of quotes and links to sites and literature that reminds them of how great sobriety is. Our site at windspress.com has lots of free resources and information at books that will help you. Many people find listening to these podcasts a great way to keep motivated. So list whatever you find most helpful, inspiring and above all accessible on your plan for a relapse. Go to that material promptly and immerse yourself in it. Online support is helpful, but seeing someone or a group face to face is especially powerful. If you have a therapist, sponsor, sober coach or recovery group, 
try to see them within 48 hours of the relapse. Be honest with them. In this way, you will get the support and guidance you need. Each day in the week that follows the relapse, pay special attention to your self-care. Just the simple things like decent food, adequate hydration, sleep and movement. Write down in your plan what you will do. For example, I'll get up at 7am, I will get out for a 20-minute walk, I will eat breakfast, I will take half an hour to relax. Write down the times that work for you. It's your plan, so write down what you know will work for you realistically. Within that first week, with the help of the people you connect with for support, work out what happened. Were there any signs of the relapse? What triggered you? What do you need to change to minimise the chances of it happening again? Last point now before I finish. Don't let shame hold you back. Relapses do happen. It's not a sign of moral failure. If you've prepared and written your plan and stopped the relapse before it turned into a major disaster, you will have shown many positive qualities, including a willingness to take responsibility, determination and resilience. So often I've seen how shame and embarrassment has eaten away at people and led them right back to a drink. So don't let that happen to you. So that's all from me today. Thank you so much for listening. Great to hear everybody who has sent in messages and emails. Keep them coming in. And if you want to contact us, you can find the contact page at windspress.com forward slash contact. I'll leave details in the notes below. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.